0: bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchising industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Franchise Canada Chats podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisors, franchisees, and industry leaders who give On The Pulse expert advice and insight. I'm your co-host, Renna. And
0: I'm your co-host, Tricia. This is Season 2, Episode 18. And Tricia, who do we have on the show today? We've got Kathy Thorpe. She's the president of Nurse Next Door. Uh, For those who don't know, Nurse Next Door is a Canadian-based franchise system that offers private home care to seniors. Their services range from companionship to round-the-clock care, and their system currently has over 130 franchise locations across North America. On the podcast, we
1: discuss how Kathy's 35 year career in retail prepared her for her role as nurse next doors president she tells us what franchisees should know before investing and finally nurse next doors global takeover and a whole lot more good and so hi kathy hi guys thanks for joining us
2: yeah thank you for having me
1: all right, so take us back five years. Uh, what were you doing before you came the president of Nurse Next door?
2: Sure. well, actually five years, I actually joined the company just over five years, so it's been an incredibly fast time here, I have to say. Um before that, you know'll I'll start with you know, I started in the retail world many many years ago so almost 35 years ago um, you know I started just selling jeans as a sales associate and fell in love with retail and really had the opportunity to you know learn about people sales operations and then I was going to university and I decided to continue on my path of going into the management development program at The Gap. Um, back in the day, The Gap was the place to learn about retail, learn about becoming a leader, manager, all of those things that, um, you know, I, I just, I fell in love with in retail. Um, and then I found myself living over in Germany uh, about four years after that. And I actually ran the German organization for three years, um, loved being in a different Uh, country, bringing the brand over there. It was an awesome experience. And then came back and ran uh, Gap and Gap Canada for about four years. So ran the Canadian organization, loved that. Um, And then started having kids and found myself moving to Vancouver and um, decided to take some time uh, really uh, learning about small and mid-sized businesses and I took my family business advising certification out at Sodder and spent a few years really honing my skills of helping small and mid-sized companies grow and really, really loved that opportunity to bring that foundation that I'd learned at The Gap and be able to bring that into um, my consulting business.
0: And and where along this line did you hear about Nurse Next Door?
2: Yeah, so it was actually during the time um, that I was consulting. You know, if I step back... um, I actually became the daughter Um, I I was the daughter who my parents live out in Edmonton and um, my mom was going through a very serious operation and I flew out to be with my dad and when my mom was having the operation and I was literally sitting in the waiting room beside my dad thinking you know what am I gonna do I don't know if my dad's gonna be able to care for my mom, um, so I actually put—I I looked beside me, and there was a pink pamphlet, and yeah. I took that pink pamphlet and put it in my bag. And it was about three days later that it was really clear that my dad wasn't going to be able to care for my mom. Uh, so called up the franchise partner. They came out, took incredible care of the entire family. And then after that, three months later, I was connected with John DeHart. And, um, you know, he's one of the co-founders here. And I spent the next four years getting to know Nurse Next Doors through John and Gaila, his wife's eyes and their viewpoints and just the passion and commitment that they had, you know, put into starting this brand and, you know, what it meant to them. And, um, yeah, I was living over in Germany. We had the chance to move back to Germany as a family. And John called me up and said, you know, Kathy, Ken and I have decided that, you know the company's getting too big for the two of us to run this. Would you consider the president role? And I jumped at the chance, we moved back as a family, and I can say I've never looked back since.
1: Wow, that's pretty incredible. Um, I don't know what the German word is for congratulations. <laughs>
2: yeah, what is, what is yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's that? Felicite Well, that's um, in French. Um, that's, that's what you can get w- from wunderbar. yeah,
1: wunderbar. W- wunderbar, and you've never looked back there. Well, um, I'm sure there's a breadth and a chasm of skills and experiences that prepared you for your role, but um, if you could highlight some of those um, that did prepare you for this presidential role in this uh, market.
2: Yeah, um, you know, I, I didn't know it at the time, but we always we always used to say the gap It had a binder for everything. There was a system and a process for every aspect of running a store. And that's really how I was trained. Um, You know, I was trained in a very strong operational excellence environment. And, you know, that really is what franchising um, is. Um, it's also what's needed to scale a business. When I came in to Nurse Next Door, it was, the, the concept of one best way wasn't here. Um, and really being able to hone those skills that I had learned during my time at The Gap, and being able to bring that into this company, it, it's really something that's been fundamental in our opportunity to continue to grow. What, what were some of those skills? like? Um... Leadership, I guess, is
0: kind of, you need that for sure. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, you, you, it's about teaching, it's about teaching one best way. You know, you have to have process, you have to have, obviously you're leading that. So you're, you're leading people. Mm-hmm. So it's a heavy emphasis on leadership development, operational skills, people development skills, um, all of those pieces. But fundamentally, you have to run the business with one best way. You can't have every partner out there having a different approach to how they run their business. Otherwise you don't have a brand. You know, I always used to think about my time at the gap and when I was living in Germany um, the expectation was the store had the same look and feel down to what day you, you, you change the front windows as a store in San Francisco, as a store in Vancouver. So across the globe, there was one brand and one approach to how we did things. And that's really, it's been something that I've been able to bring into Nurse Next Door and really help us um, focus, become more efficient, and be able to see how we can continue to grow in in a way that um, is thoughtful and uh, really keeps that brand front and center.
0: Yeah, I I think that's, like, important. Of course, part of, like, why franchising is so attractive is because they have that one cohesive image or brand that's being put out there. Um, so, besides from like that, were there any other kind of challenges that you,
2: you faced um, stepping into this new role? Yeah. You know, I would say that when you look at franchising, so obviously coming from retail, I believe that that set me up extremely well to come into franchising. Mm-hmm. But franchising is not retail. Um, it, it is not an employee-employer relationship. It's also not a business partner relationship. It's unique. Um, it's, it's an incredibly beautiful relationship, but you have to understand it and take the time to figure out what your leadership means within a franchising model. And, I, you know, that was something that I had to be very, um, I, I had to go after and learn and grow and understand how I was going to find my way in the franchising world.
1: What were some of the steps that you took to uh, overcome that or when you faced those challenges earlier on?
2: Yeah, you, you know, I, I would say that I spent an incredible amount of time going out to meet partners, learn their approach, find out how, you know, what was important to them. Um, I, I was not at all in the office that first year. I was getting to know Our business through the eyes of the franchise partner and that really helped me understand you know what it meant for these partners to own their business run their business and help me see through their eyes Uh, and then be able to come back into hard quarters here and be able to bring our our vision of the future but work with the franchise partners to make sure that we did it together Oh, that's great.
1: I know a little bit about Nurse Next Door and, of course, John, and so does Tricia. I'm not singling you. (laughs) Yeah. But can you tell us, for those listening, a little bit about Nurse Next Door concept and what sets it apart uh, from its competitors?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, Nurse Next Door, it's a home care service. We're one of the fastest-growing private-duty home care providers in North America. We have over 200 locations. I mean, what sets us apart is really two things. We have we have a care services platform. So we do all of the scheduling for our partners here in Vancouver. And what that allows partners to do is it allows them to be able to go out and really build the relationships and what they need to do to build the brand in their community. You know, when you look at home care, one of the biggest challenges is scheduling. And we became the experts for the partner around that so that we can take that off of their shoulders so that they it really frees them up to be able to focus on the client and focus on growing their business mm-hmm. and then i would say also happier aging and this is really going back to you know what did what did that senior love to do that they can't do anymore and how do we bring that into the experience of having a caregiver uh, from Nurse Next Door be with them and, and help them and help support them and you know we've many years ago we decided that we were only going to be private duty we were not going to go and, and be that third-party provider that a lot of um, our competitors are, are are doing and really because it's about happier aging and being able to you know, we don't do 15 minute increments. We do, we start at three hours, three times a week because we believe that's the minimum that it takes to really be able to bring happier aging and, and choice back to that client.
0: And so what kind of qualities do you, you typically look for in a, in a Nurse Next Door franchisee?
2: Yeah, you know, we, we obviously want someone who's aligned to our core values. Um, you know when you think of find a better way admire, admire people while customer experience and passionate about making a difference those are our values that we want to be aligned on but then we really talk about you have to have 50% heart and 50% business because when one thing is too skewed towards either side what happens is this home care is a hard business and if your heart is not in it 100 percent then you can get really frustrated when you get those calls in the middle of the night because the caregiver didn't show up or or, or all of those different things that are going to happen just because it is home care and then on the other side it's a business and and you're running a business and you have to have a business mindset and and you have to be able to marry those two things together to really be a, a very strong franchise partner for us here at nurse next door.
0: Mm-hmm. How do you prepare your potential franchisees for that kind of reality that will have like both the heart and, and, uh, have a
2: mindset as well. Uh, the yeah. Business, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, think for us it's how do we set up those conversations right from the beginning? And you know, we're, we're very honest and we're very, home care is not easy. Uh, it, it, it's, Fabulous for the right people and they absolutely love it, but it is hard work and the first three years are going to be incredibly You're going to spend a lot of hours building your business mm-hmm. and you know, we always say You start this business at zero But you get to leverage a great system. And so if you leverage the system You and you get out there and you build the relationships and the brand in your community You will build something very special but you can't sit behind a desk and expect it to happen it's just not going to happen and and you know that you have to have that entrepreneurial mindset from day 1 and be able to really get out there and sell sell nurse next door and what you're doing
0: mm-hmm. i think we always talk about this on the podcast all the time it's like that misconception that oh you buy a franchise i'm just going to get a manual and sit back and let the business run for itself and yeah. Um, I <laughs> and, think and <laughs> the money rolls in just yes. like that, <laughs> right? Thinking. But it seems like time and time again, we keep talking to different franchisees and franchisors and presidents and stuff like that, and it's like, no, you have to put in the work for sure. Um, I know you've yeah, been, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, like were there you you did mention that uh the head and the heart is there? Like specific like hard like, I guess is there like a specific background that you look for? Do you kind of um is there
1: also a level of education do you
0: yeah. look
2: for as well? You know, it's interesting. We have we have nurses, we have couples, we have people who come out of the corporate world who build incredibly successful businesses. We we don't have one cookie cutter um franchisee type that across the system. It truly does come back to those that have the heart and really go after building a business in their community and have that tenacity to really drive, drive the results. And you know, I would add in there, um, you know, sales, you you're out there selling, you're out there selling your story, selling the story of Nurse Next Door, and you have to be really comf- comfortable with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And. Um- can we talk a bit about Nurse Next Door's global expansion? <laughs> six, yeah. For our listeners, uh, six years ago, you expanded your business into the United States and most recently into Australia. Um, how did you even come to a decision like this?
2: You know, I, I think we see uh, home, We see the, the ageing population is a global challenge. It, it's not something that just sits in Canada and, you know, We spent a lot of time uh, looking at the U.S., understanding the U.S. before we went into the U.S. And I will say, you know, being in the U.S. now for over five years, um, it continues to, it's a different culture, it's a different country, but at the same time, seniors want to be given choice, they want to stay at home And we've been able to really apply what we did in Canada and bring that into the U.S. And, you know, so we said, okay, so we brought that into the U.S., let's look globally. And so we went out there and we spent some time getting to know different markets. And it has continued to amaze us how countries are all doing different things. But I will say. Everyone's trying to figure out the challenge and everyone is seeing the opportunity and the seniors desire to stay at home and really nurse next door. You know, when you look at Canada and what nurse next door has brought to the Canadian market, it wasn't here before happier aging didn't exist. And you know, when John and Ken started this business, they wanted to be disruptive in this industry. And I will say what they created in Canada has been disruptive. And that's really what we're applying to going into different countries it's not there but we're bringing it there and mm-hmm. now i would say the us does have a lot of competition but when you can bring in happier aging and do it differently that's really what resonates with people
0: yeah um, i mean besides the competition um are there any other sort of i guess roadblocks that you you face like, i guess with reg- regulation and yeah. uh, different other like culture um yeah how is that been um how, how has it? that
2: been yeah. yeah how was that <laughs> <been>? yeah <laughs> i mean listen the u.s is incredibly regulated that has been a steep learning curve for us when you look at the canadian market there is not a lot of re- regulation for home care and the u.s has every state has different regulations so we've had to really make sure that we're experts in in that area and how do we provide that support for partners coming in and really needing to navigate the regulations that are required. Um, You know so, so that's been a learning curve but at the same time it's really set us up well. There's high standards in the US and we really apply those standards to our business no matter where we are in what country. So we've brought a lot of those standards into how we run the Canadian businesses and our expectations of the franchisees. And we're really applying that same thought going into Australia and the U.S. has been a great learning environment for us and and it's setting us up to really be able to go global because there are such high regulations and it's allowed us to up our game and, and get really honed in on what we do and do it well. Have there been some states that have been more
0: difficult than others in terms of, you know, bringing this nurse next door concept there?
2: Uh, absolutely. I mean, when you look at New York, it, it's over. It, it takes over two years to be able to even open a franchise. So there's certainly some states that make it very difficult. You know, some states you don't need a nurse to lead a caring consult or the care plan. in other states, you're required to do that. So the cost of entry in some states, it is higher, uh, which is a challenge, and we need to be able to get those partners to to a much they they need to be growing their business at a much faster rate because they're they're bringing they're incurring costs from day one that not all the partners have had had to have.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about two years to open um, a franchise in the New York State and you went globally just over 5 years ago but when you were talking about getting to know the different markets in both the US and Australia how mm-hmm. much research and uh, time did you spend before the launch
2: yeah <laughs> um yeah so I mean, the US, the US was, I think we had three partners in the US when I started. So they had done a lot of that work pre to when I joined. I will say looking at Australia, we, you know, we spent about 18 months getting to know the market, And then really, you know, how do we find the right partner? And really, how do we um, make sure that there's they're, they're a partner that's going to help us bring happier aging and nurse next door into an environment that doesn't have it. Um, you know, we we know that we will only have we we operationalize North America, so we are the franchisor for um, Canada and the U.S. and we run it operationally. Uh, we're looking for master relationships everywhere else. So. We have a master relationship with our partners in Australia and we're helping, you know, build their skills to be able to go out there and fa- find those franchise partners and help them build the build the brands through uh, that master relationship, which is something that's different than North America.
0: And so what would you say, you know, based on all this, it is the key to successful uh, global expansion?
2: Um, I will say finding the right partners. I mean, I know that that's always the the simplest thing to say, but it's not a simplest thing to find. Um, You know, when I look at our partners in Australia, we spent over 18 months building that relationship with them and making sure that they were the right people. Because if, if you don't have the ease in that relationship, it makes it a very difficult thing to be able to bring happier aging into a country that doesn't have it. But Mm -hmm. when they are excited about bringing that in and believe in what it can be and the potential of that, it makes that relationship very easy and they're able to apply what we've done here in North America and bring it there much more easily.
1: And then what does this expansion mean for the Canadian franchisees?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll go back to we operationally run north america and have that master relationship with australia so it allows us to continue the focus um here in north america to grow and develop the franchise system as well as the brand i i would say that you know you have to grow up to to really look at a global expansion and i think that you know for the canadian partners when the system continues to Um, You know, it's the concept of continuous improvement. How do we continuously get better and be able to bring that to our partners? And and we make sure that the Canadian partners are always leveraging, you know, all those things that we're learning.
0: Mm. Are there opportunities for, like, uh, the Canadian partners to, I guess, find some support from the U.S. partners and the Australian partners, or is that kind of separated because they're going to be different anyways?
2: so we have our conference every year and everyone comes together we encourage relationships cross border because at the end of the day you're dealing with seniors and they all want to stay at home and they all want to be given choice Hmm. and when you can fundamentally start from that place it's not different there might be nuances that are different in different communities across you know the globe but at the end of the day you're dealing with people who are aging and want to be able to do that at home. So, you know, when we bring people together, it, it's always, it's it's so awesome to see the relationships that have been built across North America and how partners leverage each other regardless of where they're sitting. Yeah, that's, it's, that's nice.
0: I think especially bringing this concept around the world is nice too, like people getting the opportunity to age gracefully or in, in their, and dignif- you know. Dignified dignity. with yeah. integrity and yeah. even it's a right? whole
1: Going back to the culture aspect of it all, like regardless if you're in the US, which obviously has a lot of private uh, healthcare, care yep. versus our Canadian mm-hmm. one,
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: in Australia as well, uh, the concept of happier aging, aging is universal.
2: Mm-hmm. It is. It, it's absolutely universal. And, you know, it, to be able to make a difference in, in countries by bringing Nurse Next Door there, it's very powerful. And when you find the right partners, that gives them such a deep sense of purpose, and they just wanna be able to contribute to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. So what would your advice be for anyone looking to invest in a Nurse, nor- next-, nurse next Door franchise?
2: We always say, you don't have to be an expert. Uh, you, can, you get to come in, and it, it's a great system. It's a system that works but you need to follow that system and you need to be, you know, not wanting to change things in the system. And we always say it's not because we don't want to get better. Give us feedback for sure, but that's not where your brain should be spending its time. You need to spend your time going out there and selling the Nurse Next Door brand in your community. That's what's going to grow your brand. So you're going to receive the training and development, and you're going to get the onboarding and it's really up to you to get out there and really you know make that difference in people's lives in your community so you know it's how do you have always making sure that yeah it's it, you build a great business by getting out there selling and then bringing on great care, caregivers to be able to work with your clients
1: and then what would you say is next for you in and, and nurse next door
2: yeah so, so I mean, we're looking over the next 12 to 18 months, we'd like to be in three to five new markets across the globe. Um, our Our primary focus right now is in the UK and Germany. And then more importantly, I would say we're really focusing on this concept of caregiving as a career. And, you know, one of the biggest conversations out there for home care is you know, is it hard to find caregivers, caregiver shortages? And, you know, when I apply my retail thinking over, the, you know, there was always shortages for the companies that didn't treat people really well. And when you're a company that treats people really well, you're always going to find great caregivers. And, you know, when I look at the industry, uh, you know, it's primarily a casual workforce, um, you know, People aren't guaranteed hours. You've got caregivers that, you know, if a client cancels a shift, then that caregiver doesn't get those hours. And how do we really, how do we as a brand start to disrupt the entire industry on how we look at caregiving? And how do we make sure that, you know, we move to guaranteeing hours and making sure that caregivers have those basic needs met? You know, I just... don't no one sign no one would sign up for a job where you don't know how you're going to make your rent and and we want to disrupt this industry and make sure that caregiving here at nurse next door allows you to always know how much money you're making and, and the hours that you have is what you're going to get paid and that to me is it's that's what's so fun and awesome and how do you know we have we have caregivers. We've had two caregivers in the last 12 months who wanted to buy a Nurse Next Door franchise, and that to me is such a great indication of the work we're doing because they see the opportunity of what caregiving as a career can do for them.
1: That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It really does sound that there's a two-way street there. It's happier aging, and then also like perhaps happier uh, franchise. Right. exactly
2: right and you know listen we all it's happier aging for everyone all of us how are we making sure we're all all of us are aging um we just have to happen to be at different phases in that process and how are we making sure that we apply happier aging to each and every person that works or is part of you know anything to do with nurse next door
1: yeah it kind of goes back to the leadership as well where the leadership is taking care of, um either your leadership is giving or receiving but regardless it's it's happier it's caring, it's respectable and it's dignified as well yeah and, you know these are some of the key adjectives that I hear um, you know with when speaking to older people as well like my father himself is in his yeah. 80s like, mm-hmm. I just want to be dignified mm-hmm.
2: you
1: know he's like I know more than you <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know it's I, I love it. yeah right. And it's just like, and and having that respect and that kindness towards seniors and, well, towards each other, you know, everyone, um, everyone, everyone working together, being together. It's just, it's how we need to be, right? It's how we need to show up. And, you know, I'll tell you a story today. Um, One of our partners out in the US, they, they had a story of a client who we had a caring consult and then at the end, uh, the lady said, oh, can someone read the newspaper for me? Would you be able to do that? And the, um, the person said, of course, that's what we do. And if that's what happier aging is to you, then that's, that's what we're gonna do. And I love that because it's not hard. It's the simple things that people just want to be able to do and continue in their lives. And when you get to bring that into that experience with with the client, it's it's pretty special. And when you can find those caregivers that love doing that, it's, I don't know, everyone just, it's fun, right? It's fun and it's meaningful and it has a lot of purpose.
1: And it's a sense of awareness because it sounds like there is a very strong structure with Nurse Next Door, you know, from the binder and the concepts and the branding and the 50% hard and the 50% business. And then it's moments like that, that give us the nuances yeah. that, that would essentially make a caregiver's job sat, satisfied, yeah. satisfactory. And then of course, serving the client most importantly. Yeah.
2: Right, so. like you, you hear all these, you hear caregiver's stories when they come to Nurse Next Door and they're like, you know, I got into the industry and I thought I was gonna be able to make a difference in someone's life. And then, you know, I went into the hospital and I couldn't do that and I joined Nurse Next Door and it allows me, this is why I got into the industry, I want to make a difference, I want to care for people and I want to make a difference in their life. And when, they, when you find those caregivers and they get to bring that into Nurse Next Door and, and working with that client every day, they absolutely love what they do. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's so sweet. <laughs> We're like, oh, Thank you. so warm and <laughs> treat each other better. Hey, listen, I I feel you know to be able to lead this organization and be able to bring that to people every single day, it's it's just a pleasure, right? It's, it's I can't say more.
1: Well, I'm gonna make you say a little bit more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have a bit of a lightning round here. It's a uh, fairly informal. It, do you want to play with us? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, the first one's uh, relatively easier, so I'll say, using three adjectives, Kathy, how would you describe yourself?
2: Bold, hardworking, and tenacious.
1: Tenacious, love it. Um, Your top advice for a
2: prospective franchisee is? Take ownership of your entire business, and go for it.
1: My top advice for new franchisors is...
2: Build great relationships with your franchisees, and the rest is easy. The most important thing in life is... Bringing joy into your life and others every day.
1: The hardest thing for me to do is...
2: Sit down. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, read uh, if you're reading anything currently or who do you like reading
2: any business book that is out there
1: oh I love it uh, do you have any particular authors or anything like that
2: no uh, we spend we we're part of gazelles and so Vern Harnish always has his major book lists and we always leverage all of those because it's always um it gives you a snapshot into different pieces of business, which I love.
1: Oh, very various perspectives. Okay, I, yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. myself. And then Kathy, if you have any time to watch or binge watch anything, what are
2: you watching? Oh, The Amazing Race Canada. Yay! I want to be on that show.
0: You
1: know. Yeah. I
2: know, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Uh, and then going down. Sorry, the person who has had the most positive influence on me as a business person is?
2: My husband. He is always the person to be there and listen and support my thoughts and help me be a better leader.
1: That's very nice. Uh, The key to success is?
2: Always learning and being open to new ideas. And then
1: lastly, here at the CFA, we're asking our interviewees uh, to redefine the word failure in three words. Can you redefine failure for us in a positive way?
2: The biggest opportunity.
1: Oh, mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, Kathy, that concludes everything that we wanted to ask you. Is there anything else you'd like to say at this time?
2: No, thank you guys. It's been a great conversation and it's fun to talk about all of the things here at Nurse Next Door.
1: Well, right. thank you so much. And uh, that concludes us at the moment. And I'll say, alvita
2: zen. <laughs> Cheers, and Via will see All right, thanks, coffee all right.
0: Take care. OK, bye, guys. Bye.
2: Bye. Thanks for listening.
0: If you'd like to learn more, visit FranchiseCanada.online. And if you're interested in the franchise opportunity, Go to look for